Hello and welcome to the Olympic Helpers Podcast. My name remains T. This is the third episode of the What About Season. And the topic of this episode is the person of the Holy Spirit. So we are going to be looking at the Holy Spirit. And um, we're just going to be looking at his person, what he does and who he is. The first, This first episode, we'll just be looking at his person and just giving us a few things about the holy spirit as a person as opposed to the manifestations of the holy spirit like you know the baptism of the holy spirit its effects speaking in tongues those who come in later or just knowing the person first before you know what he does and what he manifests in the life of a christian and if you like this episode please don't forget to like comment share and subscribe i would like to hear what you think um without further ado let's get into the episode cheers So, um, first off, what we I would like to just put out there is before we can understand the Holy Spirit, we have to have an idea of the Trinity. Because, um, I mean, it would be hard to talk about the Holy Spirit without talking about God the Father, God the Son. And, um, I mean, this is something that I also struggle with uh, comprehending because it's just way, way above my my i don't i don't i don't think i can say pay grade but um yeah it is quite uh what's the word i'm looking for broad to comprehend it's really broad but this is the simple way like way i explain the trinity i say imagine a man to somebody he is a son someone else he is a father and to someone else he is a husband but he's the same person but he comes and functions differently in these positions that is the trinity in a sense so basically it is to say that um god is one essence or one being with three subsistence persons so they are very distinct they are very yet the same if you see what i'm saying they are different but yet the same still the same person i would say you know the same essence the same being so with with that i hope we can have a little bit of an idea of what the holy spirit is and how he functions in the trinity um the first thing i would like to say is the holy spirit is god not a subservient or a messenger of God. He is God. The Holy Spirit is God. And um, the reason why we call him God is because coming to the terms of man, we understand that man has a body, a soul, and a spirit. And so we can't take out the spirit and say the spirit is a servant of man. I don't know if that makes sense so in that same form is what the trinity is body soul and spirit but instead of body soul and spirit is father son and the holy spirit so the spirit is god and we can see an evidence of that in joel chapter 2 verse 28 that says and it shall come to pass afterwards that i would pour out my spirit upon all flesh this is god speaking and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy your old men shall dream dreams 
and your young men shall see visions this was this is an indication that the spirit that we possess now that we have as christians is god is god's spirit it's not man-made it's not invented on any other thing you can think about so he is he is god not it he is a being i also like to say that he is a person not an it um just in case i've been saying it 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 he is a being um i i make that mistake sometimes also but i know he is a being because he has a personality he has a person to him that's why we call him the person of the holy spirit we don't say the thing we call him the person of the holy spirit we say the person of the holy spirit because he guides he teaches he incites he he liberates he reveals so many things so just taking that as as a base for what we're going to be doing today that the holy spirit is eternal and he was involved in creation um because we we think the holy spirit is like a new thing it's like a modern person the holy spirit we, we we tend to think the holy spirit is like a modern person like someone who just came out of nowhere a new being or something no he has been there from the beginning and genesis chapter 1 verse 1 and 2 can can attest to that because it says in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth and the earth was without form and void and darkness was over the face of the deep and the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the waters the spirit of god was hovering so the spirit of god was present in creation he was there from the beginning he was the one who was you know hovering to initiate a new thing to indicate that there was a new thing to be born there was a new phase to to you to to evolve or you know be born so the holy spirit has always been there from the beginning he has always been there from the beginning and then secondly he is involved in the work of recreation that is now taking it a step further like okay from creation let's look at recreation also he has always been evident in the old testament but looking at it from the new testament angle he would he is involved or he's he partners with christ to bring forth recreation because we know that man is spiritually dead paul talks about it in the bible and he says you know you were spiritually dead you were spiritually dead he emphasized it in a few a few times in the bible and um now he when the holy spirit comes to man he awakens man he awakens that which is dead so he creates life out of nothing just like the same way in creation that was what i was trying to connect it to the same way in creation there was nothing and the spirit was hovering and then god said let there be light it's the same way the spirit of god comes into us as man or as men and then he creates light in us and um, i feel like a some of us will be thinking so what's the difference between that and the baptism of the holy spirit well it is different because every christian possesses the spirit of god every christian possesses the spirit of god but baptism of the holy spirit is another level to it so we all possess the spirit of god once you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior the spirit comes 
based on that so the spirit does not come because you are man he comes because you have accepted jesus christ which is the ransom the payment for our sins so once that payment is made he then has the right to come into us that's why the bible says behold i knock at the door whoever opens i will come in and dine and wine with him so you have to accept that payment first before you can then accept the spirit of god and um you know people always think that that's okay then how 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 is the trinity involved in recreation well this is what it is the father sends the son to die the son pays the price while the, the spirit performs the work of transformation based on the price paid by the son who was sent by the father so you can see the trinity continues to work in unison to continue to make man new to continue to make man the way he was created another thing is the, the, the third thing is he's involved in perfecting the nature of jesus christ in us so he doesn't just only come by himself alone he comes with the, the the seal of christ i'll call it that he comes with the seal of christ and he comes with that the, the spirit comes to create christ in us if you call it that so christ the, the nature of christ is now made in us by the reason of the spirits and we can see that in romans chapter 8 verse 11 that says but if the spirit of him that raised up jesus from the dead dwell in you he that raised up Christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal bodies by his spirit that dwelleth in you. So he's saying that that same spirit will do the same work in you like he did in Christ. So first off, resurrect that which is dead in us the same way he resurrected Christ. And then he will do the same work in you the same way he has done in Christ. And we know that the spirit was on jesus because the word already says it and we'll get to that in a little bit so we need to know that the that the person of the holy spirit in us is what enables us to live like christ is what enables us to even long to desire to want to live like christ because you'd notice that once you accept jesus christ the things you did before just become so mundane to you just become so irritating to you just become so uh you know yeah i don't i don't i don't have the right words for it you just don't like it anymore you just don't want to participate in it anymore and if you think about it even while you were doing it you didn't think it was bad you thought it was okay you thought it was whatever you wanted to to, to do you know that freedom in, in quotes we always think it's freedom so to say but the funny thing is once you accept jesus christ you then realize that no that is not freedom that's actually bondage and then you just want to stay away from it by all means by, by all means you just want to run away from it you then find it very irritating and you know nauseating to want to do it's the spirit in us that is creating the spirit the lifestyle of christ in us that causes us to want to run away from such attitudes such behaviors such desires such pleasures and that brings me to the next one that says the holy spirit is our comforter now some of the bible translations call him the comforter and um, some call him the helper and because 
our generation we see comfort as ease it doesn't necessarily mean is it just means you would have someone to lean on you would have someone to stand by you have someone to strengthen you so to say so the holy spirit is 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 the being that stands by us when things get tough he strengthens us he advises us he leads us he guides us he teaches us when things get tough the same way we say in in the, the first episode of the season where we're talking about creating favorable friendships we're saying someone who covers you who stands by you and we quoted the verse of there is a friend that sticks closer than a brother and this is what the holy spirit is to us he is a friend that sticks closer than a brother so in our dealings uh, uh let us have that consciousness that we have the spirit of god and so we have someone who stands for us the Bible says that in Romans chapter 8 that he makes intercessions for us with words that cannot be uttered through groanings. It says he bears witness with our spirits that we are the sons of God. So he stands for us. He is for us. He does the work for us to ensure that we um, enjoy all that there is in God. So he stands for us. And um, John chapter 14 verse 16 and 18 uh, um elucidate on that basically and he says i will pray the father and he shall give you another comforter that he may abide with you forever that he may stand with you forever so if if you're if you're there thinking oh sometimes i feel like god does not you know love me i feel like god is not here with me this verse is basically answering you to let you know that he's always with you the bible says his eyes is always on the spiral so imagine you who he loved who he created in his own image and likeness how much how much detail he he put into you he knows the number of the hairs on your head so he always stands he always pays attention to you so the holy spirit basically stands by us and to continue in that verse in john chapter 14 verse 18 he says i will not leave you comfortless i will come to you so he will not leave you at any point he would always be there he will always come to us he will always ensure that we are strengthened and comforted that is we have the capability to push on to press on and then finally he is the evidence of god's presence in our life so if if you say oh i don't know if god is there with me this is to say that the spirit just the knowledge that you have now that the holy spirit comes with you comes to you rather when you accept jesus christ as your lord and savior is to let you know it's like also like an emblem to let you know that god is with you god's presence is with you is in you as a matter of fact not just with you but in you so you possess the presence of god you carry the presence of god and matthew 3 16 and 17 says that he says and jesus when he was baptized went up straight away out of the water and lo the heavens were opened unto him and he saw the spirit of god descending like a dove and lighting upon him and lo a voice from heaven saying this is my beloved son in whom i am well pleased like god is willing to speak like that concerning you when you receive the spirit of god that is god speaking on you saying this is my son because Romans chapter 8 says that we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption. So when we receive the Holy Spirit, we receive the spirit of adoption. That's like us signing our adoption papers to say, 
we have officially left the devil we have left hell and we have been adopted into the family of god and then the verses whereby we can cry abba father so we have received that authority we have received that ability to cry to god so he has now become our father and then we have been adopted into his family and then we are sons and daughters in his kingdom so the spirit is an evidence of our sonship or daughtership if there's i, I don't know if, if you know for, for the for the lack of the proper term but you know we have now become his and then we have been incorporated into the family or the organization of the kingdom of god you know and so that's who the holy spirit is that is his function or some of his functions because we can't even exhaust the functions of the holy spirit they are so numerous and um, to be honest we'll probably be here days you know and i know you know <laughs> it's too it'll be too much for us to take in one go so with this few um pointers of who the holy spirit is i hope we can take confidence in who the holy spirit is i hope we can take solace in the reality of what he does in our lives and you know basically walk with it and run with it i'll advise that we sit for a bit and ponder on these things so don't just listen to this episode and say i have listened to this episode i want you to try your best to think about everything so take the time out to even go through this the verses that i have mentioned and just sit down with it to know who the holy spirit is just sit down with it spend some time you don't even have to listen to the whole episode if you don't want to but just make the effort or take the, the, the initiative to look at some of these verses sit down with these verses and think ponder upon them let the holy spirit himself speak to you because he's there with you and the bible says every word in the bible was inspired by him so when you read these verses he would speak to you to show you more about him and i do hope that you realize and you see more of him and enjoy this person that we are talking about and with that uh that would be the end of the episode <laughs> i mean i i always enjoy this 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 pocket of time where i get to speak to every one of you and i do appreciate you listening i appreciate you spending the time to just listen to this this young man um, you know just talk to you for a few minutes however short or long it may be i want to say i appreciate you guys who have listened so far um so i just want to say thank you to everyone who listens and i hope this really blesses you and with that i close and i say this is the limpid helpers podcast my name is t until i catch you in the next episode as usual it's cheers from me